Hello and welcome to Ordinary Lives Takeaways from a Pandemic, the podcast. This is a podcast designed to explore the various changes we've made to our lives during the course of the pandemic and the varying degrees and ways in which our lives have changed. And um, this interview today marks um, a series of international interviews. And today I'm here with a friend from Colombia, Oricel. Hi, Oricel. Hi, Luisa. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine as well. So Orizel is an economist who did a master's in social policy in London, which is where we met. And she is currently living and working back home in Colombia and working for the Colombian government in rural development. Um, She enjoys doing yoga and also learning embroidery in her free time. So what an interesting CV. (laughs) So many different things going on. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so what's the current situation in, in Colombia or cell? Well, uh, about the COVID, uh, there is very different between regions because we are a 50, about 50 million people country. So you can see that there are several stages. And actually, or currently, I'm in Barranquilla, mm-hmm. a city in the north of Colombia. And we are like mm, starting the second wave, let's see. Let's say at the beginning, uh, we had a very bad time mm-hmm. between, let's say, June, July, August, where we had the first wave and then we had a better time like you so the cases were decreasing mm-hmm. but now uh, you know we are in holidays people are traveling started to meeting again with families mm-hmm. and all that stuff so we are like leaving the start of the second wave in the part of the country where I am now. Okay, so what what restrictions are currently in place in Colombia? Well, uh, well, actually, we don't have like that many strong uh, restrictions right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, But for instance, last week, we had an important holiday for us. It was the 7th of December uh, that we celebrate like the religious holiday and families normal gather and have a a dining together. So for that special day we had in my city, we had a cold few. But fortunately now there is no lockdown, uh, uh, but I think it depends on every city, region, the kind of work or the or job you have. For instance, in my job, um, I'm working from home, and this has been like this since March. Mm-hmm. Mm, but in many other places or jobs, people are going normally. Uh, you can see people like taking vacations, going in holidays. But at the same time, you know, it's like you see the news and and you can have an idea that cases are arising and the situation is kind of getting complicated. So are people taking holidays outside of Colombia or you mean um, domestic holidays just inside of the country? Uh, Both of them. I think, yeah, like it depends on the restrictions of other countries, but I have seen friends or people I know that they are traveling abroad. 
but as well uh, there are many people traveling inside the country and actually or currently there are there aren't a lot of restrictions for that let's say that we had a very hard time until september mm -hmm. because uh, flights were closed and there were no buses between cities but from september onwards situation is almost normally um and i for instance i could take a flight and come to my parents place mm -hmm. where i have been from from middle september until now and you mentioned you mentioned buses um, between cities being cancelled. I think you're saying that that's that's back on now. But what about people being able to access services that were potentially needed services? Has it had what kind of impact has it had on people's lives in Colombia? To what extent has it impacted people's lives? For example, um, if they're in jobs where they can't work from home, um, you know, it, I'd imagine that potentially the poor are getting poorer. Yes, I think maybe that's been the strongest phase or the hardest phase of the coronavirus mm -hmm. uh, because there has been a lot of affectation in people who can't work from home. Mm -hmm. They are currently going almost normally. Uh, they take like transportation and um, if they for instance, I have a stall in, in the street, they they sell their food or they go, go to the downtowns or the seat of the cities and sell clothes, let's say. Uh, but I think they are taking more risks for the for maybe getting the coronavirus. And in past month they had a very hard time because there was a strict lockdown in the country. And um, you know, this is people vulnerable who normally don't have savings, so mm -hmm. it was hard. But government took some measures to try to 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 make this easier for them. Okay. Um, can you give an example, maybe, of the the types of measures that were being introduced to help support the the poorer communities, the poorer people? Uh, yes, uh, government implemented. Uh, transfers for them so for poorest people in the country since i think april i'm not sure they have been doing a small transfer uh, to their bank accounts okay. so they can uh, have some money uh, to rely on and then they they implement a measure for small enterprises as well to help them with the payrolls and there has been a lot of, of helps, let's say, that the government have tried to introduce. But mm -hmm. I mean, this has been, this is never enough. And we are yeah. like a development country. We don't have like a lot of money, but, but government have tried to manage this as well or as better as they can. Yeah, okay. Uh, and how are people responding to restrictions? So any restrictions that are currently in place, for example, curfews, you mentioned curfews. Um, are people responding well to those restrictions um, and to the situation more generally? Well, I feel that at this point of the year and of, of the time that we have been in this, like all almost for nine or 10 months, people are not respond responding good. Like 
we feel tired about this like all all of us wanna see our families all of us wanna like uh, make our business uh, want that everything goes uh, better Back so so i i guess that more of us are tired and i see like a division maybe like there are people who try to to have safe meetings with family who stay at home as much as possible who like take care of the elders and you know always uh, wear masks and all that stuff but at, at the same time you can see people like partying um traveling again without not very with a lot without a lot of measures maybe because they are just tired mm. um is that is there sort of a, I should say as well that um, it's probably appropriate to mention that we're kind of mid-December at the moment. So you talk about the holiday season approaching, Christmas yeah. obviously being a big um, festival. And as I understand it, Colombia perhaps having more of that Catholic tradition and that being particularly an important religious festival. Um, are there any restrictions in place in terms of, or are there any, has the government stipulated or made any kind of um, comment about how families can gather at Christmas? Is there any restriction in terms of how many people are supposed to gather or how many households are supposed to gather, anything like that? No, uh, or made, sorry. <laughs> in the city where I live, yes, there are restrictions about that. For instance, for the festival you were mentioned, uh, when mentioning, sorry, mm -hmm. uh, they say that up to 10 people could be together in the same place. And they are strongly recommending that you don't meet with more than one household. So you stay okay. with the people you live with. Uh, but this is different in every city according with the situation or the stage they are in. But in all the country I have seen like in the news and everything, that the advice is don't meet, stay with the household you are with, and, and don't do like big meetings, maybe yeah. no more than 10 people at the same time. And you mentioned a kind of division in terms of, you know, some people going out partying and some people being more cautious. Is there a division in terms of how people feel about the government response in Colombia? Or are people, you know, do people feel like they're kind of in agreement or supportive of government measures? Or is there kind of a, a movement or a kind of protest against government measures? Well, there has been several protests against the measures, especially people have, that have been affected. Uh, you know, people in the bar business and things like, things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, they have done some protests because they need to do their jobs or they work they work um, as well i feel that very that a huge number of people don't trust in the in the government mm -hmm. and this has to do with with as you were saying um like with the things that they do every day because they don't trust in the government but there are other people that as well don't trust in the government but take care of them and um, people who trust 
and think that the government uh, is doing the best that they that they can't. Mm. It's interesting because um, I spoke to a friend from South Korea this morning, and he was mentioning similar issues in terms of small businesses suffering in particular, independent business owners, but also the the same thing that you're mentioning in terms of, um, actually, I think this was my friend in Hong Kong, a kind of distrusting, well, Hong Kong distrusting government. Um, but I think in other countries as well, there's kind of mistrust or distrust or um, uncertainty around whether government can be trusted is a real common pattern. Um, that's kind of aligning with the pandemic, I think. So it's quite interesting that you say that. Um, I mean, I don't know well um, the political situation in Colombia. um, And I think perhaps um, government, I don't know, can I say that corruption is more openly discussed or I don't know. I think that, but it just seems to be a particular theme in terms of the pandemic that people are talking about mistrust or lack of trust in government, which I think is quite interesting. Yes, that's true. Like in several parts of the world, we have like different realities, but in the but currently we are like facing uh, some sort in some sort the these like these uh, pandemic mm, in shared similar, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we have. It's strange that it's true. Um, and we are kind of trying to compare different countries, but actually we cannot compare the different countries because people have experienced it in different ways. And, um, you know, people have said how there's kind of no international standard in terms of the way cases and deaths are being reported. So actually international comparisons are very difficult. Um, but at the same time, as a global population, global society, if you like, we are going through it. Um, collectively together um, it's affected you know every country so um, I think it's quite it's quite an interesting time there's something else that I want to ask you that I didn't mention before but I can't not ask you um, are people still salsa dancing in Colombia are people what sorry still salsa dancing in Colombia yes. <laughs> really yes of course yes but in some parts of the country they have taken like some measures like uh, with masks or there are like you have to be a, a kind of distance between people but yes there are pe- people that are still dancing salsa <laughs> I think it's quite hard to stop something that is so much a part of a culture no I mean even dancing in any country you know when people like to dance uh, dancing in any country is hard to stop but when it's so much part of the fabric of the society or part of the culture I think it's quite difficult yeah, that's true. Like that's in the DNA of the population, so it's, it's difficult to control it, especially for like a long period of time. Maybe yeah. if you say it's for three weeks, for instance, okay, let's do it. But now it has been a long time, so people are starting like to do the normal thing again. Yeah. Um- so, I mean, it probably feeds quite well in a way into the next question because it's a slightly more personal question. So it's it's whether you've had any kind of individual takeaway or lesson or significant reflection through the pandemic. So has there been any kind of thing for you personally that you've reflected on or thought about during this period? Oh, yes. Uh, this, 
I knew it before the pandemic, but it has been reinforced uh, at this time, and it's like the love of my family. Uh, I had a quite a hard time with a skin condition, uh, and it has been like all the all all these months I have been through this, and um, like the love of my parents has been very important. Um, actually, I could came to my hometown and be here, and like I feel their support. And actually, I'm much better now. I'm part. I I think that this is in part because of them, and that's been one of the biggest lessons of the pandemic to me. So, I mean, that's really beautiful, but so would you normally be working quite far from your hometown? Would you normally be quite far from your parents or yes. how far are you? Yes, I live uh, normally in Bogota, it's the capital of the country, mm-hmm. and it's like uh, one hour flight from here. But mm-hmm. thanks to the pandemic, I could come to Barranquilla um, and be with them since September. But Barranquilla is still um, a quite major city, I think, because I've I've definitely heard of Barranquilla. Yes, it's, it's a major city. It's in the mm-hmm. Caribbean, in the north of Colombia, and it's about one and a half million people. Okay. More or less. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I think you know a lot of people have talked about how it's this period has made them appreciate friends and family and loved ones a lot more. Um, perhaps it's inevitable. I think at times like this, regardless of how far they are, we need family a lot more. Or yeah, we do come to appreciate and be grateful for loved ones and for family at times like this, um, because it's a situation that no one can predict or no one could have predicted. Um, and we're dealing with a lot of uncertainty and it makes you realize what's important, I suppose. Um, so thank you for sharing that. No, you're welcome. <laughs> So the final question was, have you had any favorite takeaway food or has there been any particular food that you've enjoyed during the period of the pandemic? The question, I suppose, is intended because a lot of people have potentially had more time to cook and more time at home. So whether it's been that they have been ordering takeaways during this period um, or that they've started cooking a new dish, it's been quite an interesting question. And I think particularly within the context of um, international or foreign cultures. So, is there anything that you've you've really enjoyed? Oh yes, like several things. <laughs> For instance, when while I was in Bogota, uh, I learned uh, this dish that is um, lentils with curry. Uh, it's not a Colombian dish, of course, uh, and um, I enjoyed it a lot. Like I did it several times. And I, I feel that I was like honing my abilities for doing that dish. And here in Barranquilla, while I, with my family, uh, we enjoy ordering pizza every Saturday. It's a kind of ritual. Like we sat together and have pizza Saturday nights. And we also enjoy a lot ordering like Middle East food because here in Barranquilla there are a, a lot of migrants from the Middle East so okay. I enjoy and we as a family enjoy like ordering Middle East food like three times per week maybe. Wow three times per week. Yeah. 
Yeah. In terms of um, eating habits, is Colombian um, in Colombia are there are a lot of kind of different um, like diverse restaurants, different types of cuisine, or is it mostly really Colombian food? Uh, I think that the situation has been changing, but normally uh, it was difficult like to find uh, food for from another countries. Maybe just in certain cities that were kind of maybe more international where you used to have migrants. But now uh, you can find food from everywhere in a lot of cities. It's more like common. Okay. I mean, again, Colombian food isn't something that I have any experience of eating. Um, so it's quite interesting to hear your eating habits. Um, and also, I just wanted to say in regards to you mentioned your family and your mum, I feel like you're posting a few um, things, pictures of your yourself with your mum on Instagram. And it's it's nice to see people's families sometimes, you know, um, I really it's really nice to see your mum. She, she looks similar <laughs> to you. Yeah, like uh, that's one of the things that 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 has been a blessing in this in this time that uh, sharing time with them, with she and with my my dad mm -hmm. as well, uh, because I leave I left home like 15 years mm -hmm. ago, and it has been like a blessing to be here for more than three months. And at the same time, have my my current or normal job. Yeah, so it's a positive thing. It sounds good. Thank you so much for sharing your experiences and your thoughts on the situation, the pandemic, and also the situation specifically in Colombia. I really appreciate it, Orisel. No, you are welcome, and I really enjoyed this time talking with you. Thank you. Take care. Same. Bye. Bye.